Welcome, or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. I've got some things i got to get done before the night of minor league baseball kicks in, but I have one more podcast I want to get done today. Chris Ellis. Chris Ellis is a name, a pitcher you are more than likely not familiar with, and I do not blame you at all if you are not familiar with him. I was unaware of him entirely until I stumbled into a piece of news that when I see this sort of a piece of news, I will generally look into. Let's say for a moment that in a rash of moves, the Pittsburgh Pirates designate a certain player for assignment. Pittsburgh Pirates designate a player for assignment. Maybe he is an infielder that was at AAA, wasn't doing very well. I'm usually going to dismiss a Pirates roster move as likely something that isn't going to move the needle for the Cubs. Because if the player made sense for the Cubs, he'd probably make sense for the Pirates. Make sense? You know, the Pirates aren't going to designate for assignment a player that um, rings the bell for the Cubs. The Cubs are, right now, in general, looking for players who are long-term pieces. It makes sense long-term. If the Pirates are letting go of a player, he's probably not going to be all that interesting long-term. Chris Ellis I don't know if you've been following the Rays games recently. They've had a whole bunch of games that are like 11-1. to 1. one way or the other. They'll lose a game 11-1 and they'll win a game 11-1. They'll uh, win a game 4-2, to then they'll lose a game 9-1, to one, and then they'll come back and win 5-2, to two, then win 6-1, to one, then win 9-1. They, they, they've been in a lot of really one-sided games. Either way, it's kind of interesting to see Tampa losing a game 11-1, to 12-1, whatever it is. They had one of those games recently, and Chris Ellis is a player who had just been called up from the minor leagues, presumably for that game or the game before, and it's a blowout game, and Chris Ellis, who had pitched briefly with Kansas City in 2019, was called up to pitch in this game. One game, four innings pitched, three hits, one walk, seven strikeouts, no runs, none earned. Hmm, interesting, yes? At least, you know, a a more intriguing line than Adrian Sampson's line. Just put it that way. But Ellis is a relief pitcher at the minor league level. He was a relief pitcher at the major league level. And Chris Ellis, due to Tampa Bay trying to fill out their bullpen, because after all, they've had a lot of games that are 11-1, to Chris Ellis has been designated for assignment. When Tampa Bay designates someone for assignment, there are two things I usually do. I sprint to his baseball reference page and see if there's anything there that makes any sense, um, anything that would answer any questions. And in, in Chris Ellis's case, there really wasn't. You know, he pitched a game for Kansas City in 2019. He Pitch one game quite successfully in garbage relief for Tampa. Now he's been designated for assignment. 
Tampa generally doesn't call up pitchers that are terrible. They, they, they don't. First off, their minor league system is really deep and quality, and they don't usually have guys in AA and AAA that are bad. They just don't. There, there's no real reason for them to, yeah, this guy's really crappy, he's horrible, he throws like 84 miles an hour, and he hits people in the helmet all the time, and he, you know, gets into a lot of trouble. Yeah, 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 we keep him around. No, there's no reason for that. Tampa Bay has a very good, very deep system, offensively and defensively both. Chris Ellis. I figured, you know what? I'd probably better look into him. And one of the first things I did was I went to the Fangraphs prospect site. I scrolled down their list of Tampa Bay prospects. There are a lot of them who are 35 plus or better. Chris Ellis was not listed on said list. So I'd looked, I'd done a cursory look at baseball reference. Then I did a look at Fangraphs. Didn't really find anything too horribly much there, but I was like, okay, Chris Ellis, what's the deal on this guy? Who is he? Why is he? What's the story? He was a an SEC pitcher at Mississippi, Ole Miss, Oxford in 2014 in the SEC, 18 games, no, 19 games, 18 starts, 2 point. It's either 2.55 or 2.35. I think it's 2.55. I, I wrote the 3 over the 5 or the 5 over the 3 or whichever. 116 innings pitched uh, in his draft year. Then he progressed on through a system. Tampa's very good at picking up players from other organizations. 2019, obviously, he had been with Kansas City. 40 games, 7 starts, 7.18 ERA in AAA. Okay, that doesn't really say a whole lot. Yeah, numbers are kind of a bit high. But in 2019, AAA teams were using the Major League ball and there were a lot of extra home runs. So I figured, you know, who, knows, who knows, that might be it. 2021, I checked. 15 games, 13 starts, 6.32 ERA. 57 innings pitched, 61 hits, 28 walks, 58 strikeouts. Mainly a starter, gets called up. Thirteen start, uh, fifteen games, thirteen starts. Looks like he might have missed a little tiny bit of time due to injury, though nothing too horribly significant. Fifty-seven innings pitched over fifteen games, thirteen starts. Sounds like about a four or five inning guy, something like that, range bound. Um, Twenty-eight walks, fifty-eight strikeouts. Walks not a monstrous. Problem, somewhat higher than you would prefer, four and a half per nine. Strikeouts over one an inning. But I, I didn't look any further as far as trying to trend spot as far as, wow, ever since uh, June 17th, he's been, no, I didn't, I didn't do that. The Rays believed in Chris Ellis. The Tampa Bay Rays believed in, in Chris Ellis. They called him up to the major leagues. By the looks of it, he has at least one option season remaining, at least one. Cubs could certainly send him back down. 
He could certainly serve as a starter in Des Moines the rest of the season. I don't see a huge problem with that, do you? If the Cubs were to claim Chris Ellis off the waiver wire and were to send him to Des Moines, I'd have no problem with that. None whatsoever. Not at all. So then the question would be, is Chris Ellis, who I knew nothing about two days ago, very possibly you knew nothing about him ten minutes ago, Chris Ellis, is Chris Ellis ranking higher on the 40-man totem for the Cubs? And that, that's really the question of the rest of the year. Is this player, whoever's being discussed, is this player a better player to have for the future? As I do the <coughs> roll my arm clockwise, counterclockwise, whichever one it is, uh, in a circle, over the top, into the horizon. Is Chris Ellis a better have right now for the Cubs than Jake Jewell, Ryan Meisinger, or any of a various number of different players in the Cubs organization? Is Chris Ellis a better player to have than somebody else? The ability to answer that question more effectively is something I should probably get better at. I'm not there yet. If Chris Ellis were listed on the Rays list as a 35 plus, I would say Chris Ellis is definitely a better long-term have than... I should probably figure out who my, um, who my most likely to get DFA'd would be. I, I keep... Falling back to Ryan Meisinger or Jake Jewell, though they may not be it. But if uh, if Chris Ellis looks like a better long-term have than Ryan Meisinger or Jake Jewell, the Cubs should, or, or anyone else, on the, especially in the bullpen, the Cubs should definitely put in a claim on Chris Ellis, just like they should definitely put in a claim on Ryan Pablo. When a good organization, when a well-run organization, when a playoff team that's up against a roster deadline, a, a roster limit, when a really good team calls up a player like Chris Ellis, gives him a look, and he does well. Yeah, it was only one game. But yeah, he got the call-up. He got the call-up. Isn't that worth something? Shouldn't that be a case of, huh, we ought to take a solid look at the bottom players on the totem of the Cubs 40-man roster and assess, is Chris Ellis better than this guy? Chris Ellis could perfectly well be plugged in to the Iowa rotation the last couple of weeks. Would he do better? Would he do worse? I don't know. 
But if Tampa Bay buys into him, shouldn't the Cubs? Thanks for stopping by. Be safe. Be nice to others. And I think it's about time to get my stuff done before the minor league games start.